Hello and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. Today I'm sitting in the dark and I've just realised that I am and I don't, like there's no reason for me to be sitting in the dark but that's what's happening today. It's very atmospheric. Um, This episode is on hard work, something that I feel very pash about. (laughs) It's short for passionate, if you didn't know. Um, most of this is applicable to both business and fat loss or body composition. And I know that like probably about half of my listeners are personal trainers. So if that's you, listen up. Also, why are you not already on AF Mentors, which is afmentors.com? If you want someone to push you and really push you, then apply via the website because in all likelihood I am the person that should be pushing you and if you want to discuss coaching or mentorship with me you can just email me directly the email is at no it's not I was thinking of my instagram it's esg at esgfitness.co.uk it's very original I feel a bit weird giving my email out I kind of like it yeah so shoot me an email Anyway, onto the topic of this podcast, which is hard work. I think a lot of people resent hard work and often use like, oh yeah, but that sounds like hard work as a reason not to do something. But I genuinely get excited about hard work. I don't know if I'm the only person or if anyone else does, but I had a discussion with Chloe about this this week and I was like, if I signed up to something and they were like, this is gonna be really hard it's going to challenge you, it's going to push you, it's going to change you, I would be buzzing, I'd be excited, and I'd probably be a bit scared. And as we discussed on the happiness episode, I don't think that you can truly feel one without the other. So like, yes, I'm really excited, but there is an element of me that's a little bit scared. And that's normal when you're starting something new. Nothing, okay, this is a quote, right? (laughs) Said in quite a strange way. Nothing ever comes to one that is worth having except as the result of hard work. (laughs) Or, in a less obscure way, nothing worth having comes easy. Once you realise that things worth having require hard work, you stop expecting things to happen and you start taking action. And you start to get genuinely excited about things that are hard work because you know the reward will be that much sweeter and you'll learn that much more. Hard work is required for success. And Stephen King once said, talent is cheaper than table salt. What separates the talented individual from the successful one is a lot of hard work. Did anyone else just get like (laughs) weird One Tree Hill vibes? You're welcome. So success can grow from natural talent. Absolutely. People might be reading that and they're like, "Mm," or hearing that and thinking, well, you know what? You know, success doesn't always come from hard work. Well, I think it does. And you can have natural talent for sure, but I don't think that's ever enough. It's not enough on its own. And in my experience, the most naturally talented people, at least that I know, aren't actually the most successful people. And I think this is partly because they've never had to learn to work hard. Like if you think, take a moment here, 
listeners. Think about the smartest people you know from school, like maybe primary school or like early secondary school before you actually had to start putting in work. They often lose their way because they get so far without trying that they don't really know how to try or how to work hard. They never really learn how to study or the discipline that it takes to work hard at something because they've never had to. And on top of that, they aren't used to failures or to setbacks so that when they inevitably face them, because let's be real, most things are quite easy, especially if you're naturally talented until like early secondary school. And then you kind of have to put in a little bit of effort if you want to do well. But if you've never had any setbacks until that point, when you do face them, you don't know how to deal with them. And I think the most incredible people or the most maybe successful people, depending on how you're defining success, which I'm not going to get into, are people who have natural talent and work ethic. And they're pretty rare. But when you have both, mm, that's good. That's good times. And the greatest athletes tend to have both. Like, they are naturally talented, but they work their ass off as well. And what I want to do in this podcast today is to inspire you all and get you all excited about hard work. So that's my mission for today. And you can let me know at the end if I've achieved that. And I'm going to do that via some of my favourite quotes about hard work. So the first one is, to achieve what 1% of the world's population has, you must be willing to do what only 1% dares to do. Or put in other words, extraordinary results require extraordinary effort. If you want to do something incredible, it's probably going to require an incredible amount of effort. My second quote is, I really like this one, I'd never heard it before. Winners embrace hard work. They love the discipline of it, the trade-off that they're making to win. Losers, on the other hand, see it as a punishment and that's the difference. I like that. So to me, that, that says like if you can learn to embrace hard work and not resent it and not see it as a punishment, then you're going to get far no matter what your pursuit is. Okay, so my next quote I'm not, okay, I'll just say it first, then you'll see why I'm a little bit dubious of it. Hard work is a prison sentence only if it does not have meaning. Once it does, it becomes the kind of thing that makes you grab your wife around the waist and dance a jig. (laughs) That's from Malcolm Gladwell. I'm not 100% sure about the end of this quote, but I quite like the start of it. Like, hard work is a prison sentence only if it doesn't have meaning. I certainly think that hard work only seems like hard work if you can't see why you're doing it. This is often why working for others is hard, probably why more employers should share the mission of the business and the values of the business so people feel like there's purpose behind the work that they're doing. And if you can love what you do, that's even better. This is why I'm so grateful for my job every day because it doesn't feel like hard work and it looks to others like hard work, but it doesn't feel to me like hard work. So here's a quote on that from Alan Watts. This is the real secret of life, to be completely engaged in what you're doing in the here and the now, and instead of calling it work, realize it's play. Mm, Love that. (laughs) Love that, Alan. Thank you. You will effortlessly 
outwork everyone if you truly love what you do. That's a quote from me. (laughs) And I fully believe this. I get asked quite a lot about my work ethic and that is the secret. Find something that you are passionate about, that gets you up in the morning, that you go to bed thinking about and then find a way to make that your career. And if you've already done that, you're winning, well done. And once you've done that, if you can figure that out for yourself, people won't outwork you. Like people won't outwork me at what I do because they don't have the same passion that I have. This is why it's important to build a business that's based on your values and deliver a message that you truly believe in, not copy someone else's business model or follow a sales script or get someone else to write all of your copy that's not based on what you actually want to deliver. And this is exactly what we teach on AF Mentors. So if that's the kind of business you want to build, go to afmentors.com. Okay, sorry for that brief ad interlude. My next quote is, hard work compounds like interest. And the earlier you do it, the more time you have for the benefits to pay off. Hmm, Much like any investment, I guess. This is quite self-explanatory, but one day of hard work isn't gonna do very much. Consistently working hard, consistently being willing to put in the effort is what's gonna get you results. Questioning yourself when things don't go to plan, refining and moving forward is what, that's what it takes to get results in fat loss, in business, in life, in anything that you're working towards. Okay, my next quote. Plans are only good intentions unless they immediately degenerate into hard work. Over planning is procrastination. Take action and iterate on that action. Part of imperfect action, which is just how I live my life now, is starting before you are ready, before it's perfect. Because no, do you know what? Now isn't the right time, but it never will be. And there will always be a reason not to do something if you're looking for an excuse. If you're looking for a reason not to do it, you'll find it. If you're looking for an excuse, you will find one. So take action now because there'll always, always be a reason not to. Right, this next quote is a little bit controversial and I really, really like it because actually I was speaking to Chris from Modern Wisdom kind of about these quotes because I sent him one and he put back I, I... F-Y-B, as in if it fits your bias, like as in if it fits your macros, but if it fits your bias. Anyway, the quote is, this isn't actually the one I sent him, but all of these quotes, I am very aware, (laughs) fit my biases. So this quote is from Bill Gates and it is, I never took a day off in my twenties, not one. And I like this for a number of reasons because one, it reminds you that people work harder than you. And sometimes if you have a self-imposed ceiling or limiting belief on how much you can work, that's holding you back. Like if you're the hardest working person that you know, then you often view yourself as being at that limit. And sometimes the people around you sort of encourage that, like, oh my God, she's the most hardworking person I know like that's the pinnacle and you think oh maybe I've reached it like maybe I can't work any harder well introducing Bill Gates I think sometimes and I'm not saying don't ever take a day off but I am saying people do work harder than you so 
to me that I'm like, oh yeah, I, I could be working harder. That's not saying that I will. I might decide I don't want to work any harder. But I think the realization that people do work harder than you and that it is possible is useful. It expands your horizons. The second reason I like it is, again, kind of alluding back to one of the first quotes is, if you want to do extraordinary things, then you need to put in extraordinary effort. People look at success and think, oh, I wish I had that, without considering the effort that is required. And honestly, without considering the sacrifice and like the shadow side. What did he have to give up? There's always a cost to success and people rarely see it. And I highly doubt that Bill Gates had great life balance while he was building his empire, while he was never taking a day off in his 20s. And we are often sold this story that you can work like a four hour week and you don't need to work hard and you would just be an incredible success. And do you know what? Honestly, even if I could work a four hour week and have everything that I have now, I think I'd still want to work more. I'd be like, oh, right. Well, if that's the case, then my potential is even higher than what I thought. Like that simply means I can do twice as much. If I can do that in only four hours, then I've got so much time to do other things. Probably in my, (laughs) in my case, like more work or more projects or different projects or building things or making connections. Anyway, I want to talk briefly about the shadow side of success. Because as I said, there's always a cost. Like there's a cost to every single decision you make, but that's including like the cost of deciding that you want to prioritize your business, for example. And an example I always think of is my grandfather was an author and he also suffered his whole life with depression. Now, I obviously wouldn't wish that on anyone, but I'm willing to bet that he wouldn't have been half the writer he was if he was like a really happy-go-lucky man and he never really overthought anything. Like, I don't think his books would have sold so well if they, they were like, hmm, it was a lovely day today and I'm just full of positivity, the end. Like, he had an insight and that insight probably came from some of the suffering that he he went through. And actually, Dan Osman was talking about this briefly yesterday. I had a discussion with him and he said something that I was just like, oh, that is so that is so spot on and he said i think pain sees and feels pain and that's a gift and a curse and we were actually talking about why someone was such a good coach and it's so true like you wouldn't wish that on anyone but actually sometimes it means that you have a very different insight and yeah sometimes there's a success with that maybe instead of the shadow side of success it's the silver lining of pain i don't know another example of this is picasso had four wives and he cheated on all of them and it was said that his art was his devoted relationship so that his art was what he was devoted to throughout his whole life and his wives were like hobbies to him so whereas most people settle with "Mm, i don't know if that's true nowadays but many people settle with a partner for life and hobbies come and go and maybe jobs come and go and different phases of their life come and go like maybe you used to really like football but now you're into crossfit and then you started running and now you're going to yoga like picasso's wives were like passing hobbies to him and his true devotion 
was art. And this is what likely made him a really awful husband, but also an incredible artist. And maybe that was more important to him, but it might not be to you. And this is why just looking at someone else's success on the surface and thinking, that's what I want without knowing the cost of it, can just lead to envy and jealousy and just unrealistic expectations. So you have to consider A, what what level of work you're willing to put in and B, potentially what you need to sacrifice in order to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And you might decide you don't want to sacrifice those. And the coolest thing about what most people's goals are is that it's not an ability problem. Like it's not that you can't achieve that goal. The question isn't if you can achieve the goal or not. It's whether you're willing to put in the effort that is required to achieve that goal. Most of your goals are well within your capabilities, especially fat loss. Like I think a lot of people build up fat loss and think I'll never be able to do this. You absolutely can do it. Everyone can lose fat. And just because like the same notion of everyone can starve. I know that just seems like a really crude and obvious example, but you absolutely can do it. It is completely within your capabilities, but are you willing to do the things required to get the outcome that you're desiring? Are you prepared to do the work required to achieve the outcome? And actually saying, really questioning yourself and saying, I'm no, I'm not prepared to put in that amount of sacrifice to get that outcome. That is absolutely fine. And actually that's a huge realization and that's a huge pressure off yourself. If you realize that, then stop putting so much pressure on yourself to achieve goals that you aren't willing to work for. Like I see this all the time, especially when people are like getting pretty lean and they keep putting so much pressure on themselves, not realizing that it is, do you know what? Getting really lean requires a shit ton of effort. That's why not many people do it. Like pushing yourself that much does require a lot of effort. And I think sometimes it's not portrayed that way, maybe on social media. I mean, I mean I'm probably guilty of this as well because effort for some people isn't effort for others. And sacrifice for some people isn't sacrifice for others. So there's, I mean, that's a whole nother complicated discussion, which I will come on to, but accepting that you're not really willing to put in the required effort to reach the goal is actually quite freeing for a lot of people. And I quite like this quote, which is, the difference between greed and ambition is a greedy person desires things that he isn't prepared to work for. Quite like that. Although don't really like the word greedy, but anyway, quite like the quote. Another, like out with that context, like another example is, would you expect a promotion if you hadn't done the work? No, so don't expect to lose fat or to build muscle or to grow a successful business if you aren't willing to put in the effort required. But saying that, find something that you are willing to put the effort in for because I think that you will miss out on a lot if you never work hard for something, if you never find something that you feel is worth working hard for because there isn't a much better feeling or sense of accomplishment than what you get from achieving something that you've worked really hard for, like really, really hard for. And I think that everyone should feel that. 
because as Joseph Barbara, Joseph Barbara, I should probably say at this point, I haven't actually looked up who any of these people are. Obviously, I know some of them, but (laughs) I hope I'm not quoting like really awful people. Anyway, he said, happiness is the sense of fulfillment that comes from hard work. I like that. But I do think that we should make a distinction here between hard work and productivity. It's not just mindlessly working quote unquote hard. Like what even is that? How do you define hard work anyway? But it's applying effort in the right places. And this is a quote from Ariana Huffington. And it is, we think mistakenly that success is the result of the amount of time that we put into work instead of the quality of time that we put in. So kind of just quite nicely explaining productivity. And do you know what? Possibly my favourite quote of all, of all of the ones that I've looked up over the last day, is, if people knew how hard I worked to achieve my mastery, it wouldn't seem so wonderful after all. That was Michelangelo. Like, how incredible is that quote? Like, what looks like natural talent, what looks effortless, is usually the fruition of years and years of hard work. The same is true for overnight success. It actually usually takes years of hard work, but people love a fairy tale. They love thinking that it didn't require that much effort. That one day that might just happen to me without taking any effort at all, because that's how overnight success just works. And there's comfort in thinking that oh, it's out of my control whether I'm successful or not. It will just happen or it won't. But the truth is you get much luckier when you start working harder. And it's funny that they're almost like connected, right? Luck and hard work. And actually Hannah sent me some quotes because again, I was sending her these quotes. She sent me some quotes about um, being an overnight success. And one of them is... An overnight success is 10 years in the making. Quite like that, Tom Clancy. Another one is, I was an overnight success, but 30 years is a long, long night. And I think it just shows like, you know, overnight success is a bit of a fairy tale. And actually it's just loads of hard work. And sometimes it seems like that's just happened overnight. You've just not seen the hard work that's going into that. Okay, so this is gonna be my last quote, I think. There is no secret to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. And I think whether that's true or not, it almost doesn't matter. You're far more likely to be successful if you believe that's true and you act in a way that is in line with that. And I hope this has been motivating and I hope that you've enjoyed this topic because I really, really have, but I'm not sure it actually resonates that much with anyone. I put a few of these quotes up on Instagram and didn't do that well. <laughs> so I wonder if um, it's just me that's motivated by that. Who knows? Let me know. Tag me at ESG Fitness. Or if you're interested in coaching or mentoring, shoot me an email, ESG at ESGFitness.co.uk. And if you haven't already rated and reviewed the podcast, please, please do, because that's basically how more people find me. And that would be amazing. One point I will add to this actually is that if you're going to push someone, like push them to really work hard, you need to support that too. 
pushing someone into overwhelm isn't what I'm talking about here. Just telling someone to work harder all the time isn't what I'm talking about here. The difference is often how competent you feel in the thing that you're being pushed to work hard in. For example, I love hard work at the gym because I'm confident there. I know that I can push myself. But hard work in other areas might put me off if I'm not confident in it. And this is emotional intelligence as a coach, like knowing when to push someone and when to give them a little bit more support, a little bit more encouragement, and maybe to just take a step back a little bit. When they need like a bit of tough love or when they need a bit of love love. Knowing when to push more and knowing when to ease off. That kind of is the art of coaching. And it's the art of like knowing your clients well. Okay, if you've got here, well done, because I have one more quote and I really like it. And it is, satisfaction lies in effort, not attainment. If you can really internalize that, well, can't wait to see what you do.